We're live. Before we do anything, yeah. what I want to preface this whole podcast with is this clip right here. It's a lot easier to act presidential than to do what I do. Anybody can act presidential. Ladies and gentlemen of the state of Florida, thank you very much for being here. You are tremendous people. And I will leave now because I am boring you to death. Thank you. So this clip is of Donald Trump making fun of the office of president and essentially saying that he's going to do things differently and just be himself. And he says it is much harder to, to do what he's doing than to, than to presidential, act. than mm-hmm. to act presidential. Mm-hmm. I think this is the core of everything we're about to talk about. Roll the intro. Good morning. Open the door, your soul's knocking relentlessly. Awesome. All right. Welcome to the Second Paradigm Podcast. Welcome back, you avid listener, you. So you may actually hear... It is 4th of July as we're recording this right now, so there are fireworks all around. I'm annoyed. There's a bunch of energy here to talk about <laughs> 4th of July, I'm sure, and to talk about politics. And I wanted to start with that clip because it came up and we just watched yeah. it and it feels like it exemplified everything we're talking about. We're just having a side conversation with us. Mm-hmm. And, and then he, David's like, stop talking. And I was like, yeah, Let's don't record. read that yet. We should make this a podcast. And Mary's like, right now? And I was like, I don't know. And I checked in and it was like, yes, all capital letters. And I was like, uh, okay, mm-hmm. I'll go get the SD card and plug it in. Mm-hmm. So here we are. We haven't really talked too much about this. Um, yeah. How about we just start with, do you want to start with this Instagram post? Let's just jump right back in where we were. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I wrote a post um, November 9th, 2016. I remember that. You didn't even look at the Instagram post right there. Yeah, it says 138 weeks ago. Oh. Um, It's crazy you remember the exact date. Well. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Voting. makes more sense, yes. Um, Voting. (laughs) Voting day. I guess I wrote it on the 10th, probably. Mm -hmm. I wrote it the next Mm -hmm. day when the results came in. So I was really excited that trump won i woke up and i was like yes that's crazy to me i was freaked out i remember walking everyone outside everyone was freaked and thinking out. that there were going to be people with guns running around like going crazy i thought everyone was going to go nuts yeah i was scared for my life for a moment I remember <laughs> a going lot outside of people were I was literally scared for my life yeah. so it's crazy that you had this perspective i was like "Ooh, this is good that's insane to me you're so ahead of the curve it is insane <laughs> to me i know it's a little lonely over here but not gonna lie how but you felt yes. The day of the election is, I think, how most spiritual people feel today. Well, yeah. I'm serious. It's about time. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, without prefacing Thank you. anymore, I'd okay. love to. So it says, you guys ready for this? All right. And this post has 47 likes, which if you know me, you know that's my number. It's on my wrist. Um, Dear Donald Trump, there's something so fascinating that's happening on our planet right now. It's all been leading up to this moment in history. People in my immediate circle and even outside of my circle voted for Hillary, or some didn't vote at all. So it was a surprise and excitement to see that you won. 
We live in a world of contrast, light and dark, dichotomy, contradiction, truth and lies, shadow and light. It makes sense that you won. You spoke to our shadows. You spoke your truth. No matter how ridiculous or nonsensical it was, you spoke your truth. Your truth wavered from moment to moment. Your truth may have not even been your truth. Your radical statements may have been purely for attention and getting a rise out of people. And if that was your truth, it worked. What you showed all of humanity is that it's time for a change of our current infrastructure. People are desiring change. We desire it at a very basic core level to be seen, heard, understood, and loved for who we really are. We want to be loved through our contradicting statements. We want to be loved through our shadows. We want to be loved through our anger and rage. We want to feel safe to express the dark parts of ourselves. By you standing on national television week after week, you exposed your own dark parts, and some were even exposed for you, and that is permission giving. As much as we like to think we've transcended anger and hatred, they still exist within us, and it's an invitation to go deeper within ourselves and love those parts. You're inviting us to love ourselves deeper. You're inviting us to speak our truth. You're inviting us to find our community. You're inviting us to be seen and to be loved no matter how dark and scary we may feel on the inside. So thank you, Mr. Trump. You've given me permission to do my work in the world, to embrace the shadows and the light until we transcend contrast, dichotomy, and contradiction. I will be here weaving the shadows into the light. I'm here to welcome all of it. I'm here to welcome all of you. I'm here on a mission for people to feel seen, heard, understood, and loved for who they truly are. I'm here. I'm, I am. Mir, I am. <laughs> That's how I signed it. I love it. Aw, thanks. I know it almost made me tear up there. And then I wrote him a handwritten letter, which I never sent because I was like, Same man. words? No, it was very different. Mm. I was like, yo, I need to be your spiritual supporter. Did you say yo? Yo, yo, D-Tizzle. <laughs> Y-O, comma, D-Tizzle, uh-huh. comma. Yeah, that's what I, I am mirror dot I dot am. <laughs> and I'm here to be your spiritual mentor. Yeah, I, I did. I mean, no, but yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just made sense to me, like, because having Hillary in office is just more of the same. I'm like, well, what are you? You're like this weird, like, robot woman pantsuit thing. Like, I just, I didn't feel any, like, I didn't feel anything. It just, it felt like the the thing of like being presidential, mm-hmm. and like I want to feel, like I want to feel you, and like I think that's what was so like enticing about Trump is like there's feeling there, there's emotion, there's there's like snaps and bursts of energy, there's there's everything. So mm-hmm. it's enticing, especially as, as like the last however many years, it's been like the monotone (laughs) like we even just watched a clip of obama from 2014 and it's just very dry it'll put you to sleep and like it's it's odd like even i'm going off now on a rant but i was watching when marianne williamson first came out with her campaign i was like ugh, no i was like this is this ain't it sis (laughs) like no no um which is crazy because she's like the spiritual well, you candidate. Would think, you would think, yeah. Yeah. That all but, spiritual people would be behind her. Right. Including Miriam. But I'm not because it's not it. And yeah, it's just not it. Um, if it's like a tactic to like gain visibility and like start a conversation around consciousness, cool. And nah, I, I don't know. It's it's not it's not the thing. But what I noticed in her, I felt so uncomfortable. I wrote another post about this too. Um, which I won't read. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> or maybe I will. I don't know. I'd have to find it. 
Um, but it was interesting watching her thing of like, oh, I may run for president. Tell me what you think. And it was this like posturing and this like asking other people what she should do. Like fucking own it, woman. If you're going to fucking run, you fucking like stand in that and run, like mm-hmm. run your fucking ass off and do it. Like that's what I want to see. And that's what I want to feel from like our quote unquote leaders, which just yeah. is even a weird concept anyway. But <laughs> I remember <laughs> I have so funny much because to I say. feel like we're like starting to step on some toes, which is I think oh. is fine. But I remember watching Miriam Williamson's first video she put out and I was bored. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. Yeah. It was posturing. It was all, it was like snapping into the energetic of presidential. Yeah. It, she was like, here's what but I would it totally look like lost. As, a, as a president. Like, here's me talking like Obama, but a female version. Yeah. It was odd. It, it was really it, odd. But, but that's like the expectation. I think that's the energetic that you step into or you would have stepped into until Trump came along. And he like, yeah, he disrupted that, which is great. And I love that what it feels like to me when I look at that post and I feel into that post and feel into like what you were getting and what you were feeling. It, it just feels like you felt that there was a level of transformation oh, yeah. that was more possible from Trump than there was from Hillary. For, for, for fuck sure. And when you <laughs> yes, look at the world, 100%. you go, I want more transformation, not more of the same. I don't yes. care if her politics seem more progressive. Yeah. I don't care if her politics sound better. I'm like, I, I don't, want transformation. Yes. And like, I don't care. Everyone was like, oh my God, a woman, a woman, a woman. I'm like, I don't care what you're fucking packing. It's like, it's like, are you fucking in there? Like, what's going on? Like, mm. like the fact that when we were listening to the Joe Rogan podcast with Andrew Yang recently, oh, man, like, I loved it. He like, what, who did, so he said something about being a dickhead and it was just like, I loved it. I was like, yes. It was cool to hear a presidential dickhead. Yeah. It's crazy. Right. But it's not. But But we have Trump, so it's not. Exactly. Which is perfect because now we're getting like the real meat and like the real personality of people. Mm -hmm. And like, if you want these people to like lead us, (laughs) like, Mm -hmm. don't you want to feel them? Like, don't you want to know that they're real humans, too, and they're not just, like, posturing and playing this motherfucking game? Yeah. Man, this is a wild topic. I could go on for days topic. about I this. love it, and I think we are. <laughs> I literally want to name this podcast Why Donald Trump Greater Sign Marianne Williamson. <laughs> oh, I'm <God>. serious. <laughs> clickbait. It's not even clickbait, though. That's what's <laughs> fucking crazy, is I that know. what we're saying right now is that transformation for the collective is more important than sounding spiritual or sounding more progressive. Yeah. Sometimes the best candidate ideologically is not actually the best candidate for us to move forward. Right. And when things happen in a larger collective, we have to take into consideration what's actually here. Can I read a piece of this thing that I just posted in the collective? Yeah, of course. I feel it's there's so much mm-hmm. energy around it. I know. I'm just not gonna I'm not gonna read the whole thing. Unless you're in the collective. <laughs> yeah, so I felt a bunch of energy come in today. Oh my god, it was so intense. It was so intense. I was sitting out here playing a phone game and Miriam was like, Hey, are you okay? What's going on out there? And I was like, Oh yeah, I'm just playing that dragon game. She's like, Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> and then she's like, Why are you breathing so hard? And I re- I kind of zoomed back my awareness and I was like <sighs> breathing so hard. He was breathing was, like he breathes when he channels. I was breathing like I was channeling, but I was just literally sitting and playing a phone game. It was crazy. And then maybe 20 minutes later, I went outside and I was like, oh my God, there's so much energy. Mm-hmm. And I brought through this whole thing. It was so potent. And 
posted it in the collective. At first, it was just for me. And then by the end, it was like, yep, you can post this in the And you collective. guys can join the collective at any time. It's open. Yes, it's absolutely. Open, always. If you love these topics and you're driving at this energy and you're right on point and following along, then then you are our people. And the collective is our space for our people mm-hmm. where we just pour our everything into. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, this is kind of this is kind of included in that. This is this is just our fucking everything. This is <laughs> right on the cutting edge of what we're pulling through. So the the whole piece was talking about individualization. It's there's an opening. Everything's coming online. There's a lot more in here, but this piece is what's relevant for this conversation. Now, watching the political landscape is a surefire way to keep a pulse on the collective. For the most part, these individuals are reflections of large pockets of the collective consciousness. That's literally their job and how they get elected. If they weren't a representation of the most important things to the collective, they wouldn't get elected. Think about how you'd respond to a candidate who listened to the energy, spoke pure truth, and pulled from soul to co-create the best solutions for everyone involved. Right? Like that would be, I would go crazy yeah. over a candidate like that. Vagina I would go tingles. crazy. Uh-huh. <laughs> back, to the, back to the post. <laughs> that same excitement is what gets people elected. So to listen to the words the candidates and representatives are saying and witness what big visions they're speaking to is a window into these larger collective energetic currents. Notice how right now the political frenzy is almost entirely about basic human rights and worth and the sovereignty and freedom of every human being. Equality is a given now and that's trickling down even into core structural changes. That's significant. It keeps going, 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 going. But that just in itself, that idea of the political landscape being a representation of these huge pockets of the collective Mm. that for me frames this whole conversation where I go, Donald Trump didn't get elected because he hacked the system. He didn't get elected because he fear mongered. He got elected because he was a representative of the majority of middle America Mm -hmm. and was a representative of a population that was not at all represented in politics. Yeah. That, perhaps never even voted before or never yeah. voted that fiery before mm-hmm. and the the people that were seeing at those trump rallies he's not necessarily even inciting that that could just be a genuine expression of them in a group how they feel about things when they have permission to talk freely yeah and mm-hmm. if we don't look at those pockets of our collective and we just ignore them they're not going to go away we are right. all literally the same thing mm-hmm. the fact that we're sitting out here listening to all these fireworks boom feels very fitting because fireworks pollute like crazy it's unbelievable (laughs) they are so polluting and the air quality goes to absolute garbage for hours to days after the whole thing it is like toxic i'm like toxic metals like super progressive and conscious and like you have to bring your reusable bag to the grocery and like we're fucking shooting off fireworks here i'm like what is going on why are we still doing this firework thing there are just <laughs> like so there are just things that don't bizarro. make sense and i think we're moving forward and it's just cool to look at the political landscape and all of this and the traditions and all of these things that are still here they're still rock solid that we don't even think about i like my inner child wants to go watch the fireworks because it's so cool but it's not here with tears rest and relaxation rejuvenation recording this podcast this podcast (laughs) which we would not be recording if i just followed the current of the collective right now you know yeah yeah when when i was talking about the fireworks he's like oh it's really interesting to like watch you disconnect from the collective and like just be in your own energy and say your own Mm -hmm. thoughts about what you think Mm -hmm. of them and i was like oh yeah yeah i mean i was thinking about how cool fireworks are and how oh they're shiny and nice and you're like man like 
they're loud. Like, what about the birds? I don't even like birds, but like, does anyone? I'm like, did anyone tell the birds? Like, I'm like, I'm sure these people that are lighting off these goddamn fireworks did not connect to the birds and all the animals, like the dogs, mm-hmm. everything. The way all these animals are reacting is like, is stress and fear. And can you imagine what that's doing to our nervous system? Even if you're you're not tapped in, you you see the reflection of it by the way the animals are responding. That's happening to us too. Oh, we just yeah. don't know it. I we was don't outside feel channeling it. this thing, and a firework went off, and I jumped so <laughs> hard that I lost the whole feed, and I freaked out. Like it was the yeah. it was the most I've ever been scared, perhaps in my life, because I, I was deep in this channeling. He warned space. me not to go outside with like so much fear. He's like, "Don't go out there. You're gonna." <laughs> I was like, "Why is he so worried about it?" Because well, but... you wanted to go out and drop in the same space and do yeah, art of truth out it's there. It's true. I know. And I was like, "It is crazy." I immediately out there. came back in. But it's interesting. So then, David, I was like, I just, I don't even really like birds, but nobody freaking told the birds. And he's like, well, did you tell the birds? And I'm like, yeah, I told them that it's going to go on for a few more hours and they just need to go to their nest and they're going to be fine. I was like, send a broadcast out to the birds. Because I felt bad. They like didn't know where to go and they weren't Mm -hmm. tweeting anymore. They weren't singing. And it was still light out. I know. We were on Twitter and we were scrolling and all (laughs) the birds were were logged off. (laughs) Well, it's true. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's just, it just feels so silly. I'm like, wait, what are we, what what is this independence from what? And David's like, Great Britain. I'm like, okay. Like, where are we? (laughs) Like, what, (laughs) what year are we in? Like, what is going on? We're still doing this? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. It just like, I get it. We're human. We like tradition and like, whatever, consistency and like, Mm -hmm. and I don't know. But there, it it just like I'm like this just is not working anymore. Like yeah. I, this is not this isn't it. And it, and honestly, sharing all of this feels so good. Number one, because I've always felt this way, and I've always thought this way, and like I've always felt like odd for not like the the summer barbecues. I'm like I don't understand. I remember this was such a thing for mm-hmm. me. I'm like I don't I don't know how to like get into the excitement of a summer barbecue. Like I I was just so on this like spiritual path and quest to like discover the deeper meaning in life. It was so hard for me to like drink and like play games. So then I would just end up blacking out because that was like the really, the only way I could deal with it is just like to get completely obliterated in order to function with with my friends Mm -hmm. at the time. So yeah, anyway, it's just, it's weird. It's weird to like start to have more awareness and like ask more questions about like, wait, but why do we even do this? Mm -hmm. Or like, what is this? And I'm always on a search for deeper truth. And like, that's what led down this whole rabbit hole of like, I went on this like whole thing of like listening to Obama's speech today about like children at the border from 2014 Mm -hmm. and like how it's really not much different than what Trump's saying, but Trump has the like, you know, Mm -hmm. and like, he's got the like... Fire and like the ah, it's and just, all the attentions on him in a whole different yeah. way. And like Obama's like essentially saying the same thing, but it's like very mon. You know, you can do the Obama impressions, but yeah, it's very like it's mo- extremely slow. <laughs> Comes in at a very slow pace, so much so that you actually stop listening to the words altogether. <laughs> yeah, exactly, my fellow Americans. <laughs> now that you're all in a hypnotized state. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the things that I would not tell you in my regular voice. <laughs> we will good. be going to war soon. <laughs> I will be taking all of your tax dollars and we will be putting it in my pocket. Yes. 
<laughs> my actual pocket on this Visa credit card that's right here. I'm extremely excited to be doing all of this and to be serving all of you wonderful Americans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It is weird. Because I was like, wait, I actually want to listen to what he's saying. I don't actually think he's a bad person. Oh, no. I, well, I don't think any <laughs> of them. My characterization of him made, me say, made oh, it sound gotcha. like I thought he was a terrible person. Oh, yeah. No, no. It's, no. But I don't it think is any crazy of them are, seeing actually. the political agendas and all those things wrapped up in the office of president in like this suit. Like yeah. the thing that I was saying when we were watching that, I was like, man, being president is a crazy job. Yeah. Like you get stuck in the system that's already running, has all these traditions and you're trying to, you're trying to create change, but like, but what are you actually changing? Like what's actually that different from president to president? Really, truly, what's that actually different? I don't think that much. I think, but I do think what's happening is like, like we talk about all the time is the awareness. Yeah. Is the awareness and the internet. Because I mean... 2014 like we didn't have instagram stories like mm-hmm. i don't even know what instagram was like in 2014 mm-hmm. it, and like Pictures. Yeah, yeah but like it, now it, it just feels so robust mm-hmm. i mean that's where i spend most of my time but like and even twitter and like youtube and like yeah it's just things have really ticked ticked up mm-hmm. as far as like engagement and where people are sourcing their information yeah. from um yeah yeah it's fascinating the one of the other things that ended up coming through in this not doc just little channeled message it was really potent i got dizzy i was like um can you audio record yes yeah, so i made an audio recording for it too because <laughs> it's kind of hard to read when there's that much energy mm-hmm. and the word the wording is so dense i actually mm-hmm. went through the version that was for me was even more dense because i'm pulling it through so i'm getting i'm getting all of the thoughts so like i'm writing it almost as like it's almost like um shorthand to be totally mm. honest. And I can feel there's other pockets that are blowing out. So when I go back through to edit it, because I knew it was going to be in the collective, I go back through and I, I'll take a paragraph and I'll blow it out into like mm. two or three. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it just, it keeps happening. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that came through then was you have a book. <laughs> essentially on, yeah, the, I, yeah, this whole thing could be a book. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. There's so many intricacies. But this idea of like global... Global awareness and global mm-hmm. education was mm-hmm. a huge theme, and the Ascension Manual was like one of the like levels of clearance, like the the mm-hmm. stages of awareness mm-hmm. ever growing. And essentially, what they were saying is that because we are learning so much about the world, it's forcing us through the stage right before global education is self acceptance. So the natural progression is you come out of like security and like survival based. I like mm-hmm. I gotta go to job. I I gotta go to my work and then if I don't go in, if I if I go late, then I'll be fired and then I'll die. So I gotta go in. It's mm-hmm. everything's like really, really fear based and mm-hmm. just to like make sure that like me and my family can survive. That's like base where this progression starts. And I think it probably goes back there's you know mm-hmm. medieval times, but that's not useful. So it starts there and then it goes into material and emotional desires and like mm-hmm. those become the core drivers. I want a lot of money and I want to feel really good. But at some point the natural progression then goes into self-acceptance mm-hmm. and it's like oh like more money and more happiness is awesome but like it's do i need it in this moment like i oh like i'm actually pretty good and like okay cool 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 like mm-hmm. things are actually pretty good like i'm i actually am safe i've always been safe that's kind of weird but okay i always <laughs> have been safe and like mm-hmm. i don't really have an explanation for it it's kind of supernatural but like we're in this weird planet and i'm, I'm always good like there's mm-hmm. these realizations that start coming and then after that comes global education Mm -hmm. but 
we're in a place where global education is happening before that. Mm -hmm. So we're learning about the planet. We're learning about the world. Mm -hmm. All this awareness is happening politically. All this awareness is happening through, especially now, looking at the current Democratic candidates. Yeah. There's so much awareness around healthcare, college education, yeah. and universal basic income. Mm -hmm. There's so much awareness around like, whoa, this thing that we're living in, not fair. Like, <laughs> I don't need to just go to work all the time and like, yeah. just try to get by. Like, that doesn't quite make, that's not actually the game that everyone's playing here. So that there must be more to this. Mm -hmm. Like, what actually is this? Like, we're, we're being forced into mm. that, into that global education. But there's a there's a necessity for acceptance, mm -hmm. or else you go crazy. Yeah. If you can't come to acceptance, the more you learn about the world, you go crazy. And I think we're also kind of seeing mm -hmm. that too. We're seeing people really destabilize because they're like, it's so unfair. Like, who's to blame? We got to figure it out as quickly as possible. All men, all white people, <laughs> all like you know, mm -hmm. like they just they they're just going crazy because because that global education's destabilizing. It's mm -hmm. tough to look at a large system and a large planet when you can't come to acceptance with your life and you aren't sure if you're safe, mm -hmm. you aren't sure if your material and emotional desires are going to be met, mm -hmm. but it's kind of forcing it into that. And I think being on the other side of that, it's so fascinating and like being in the world as a spiritual person, it's so fascinating. Mm -hmm. But the message that essentially came through from all this is like, be yourself. Mm -hmm. It is so simple. In this larger context and through all the messages that come through, it just makes more and more sense and keeps checking yeah. out more and more. But it's like, be yourself because everyone's running on just this hodgepodge of half-truths mm -hmm. on these mm -hmm. traditions, you know? Oh, the mm -hmm. 4th of July, we go out and we pollute the air. That's what we do. <laughs> we do it because we do it. And because it's really shy and bright, like bright and shiny. And like on Christmas, everyone takes off. We buy a tree, cut it down <laughs> out of the forest. Like. Oh, yeah, 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 global warming, that's a really big deal, but this is Christmas. Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. there's just this, these things that we do, and they don't work. Yeah. On an individual level, they don't work. They don't yeah. make us happy. They're, they're not fulfilling. And on a collective level, they obviously don't work. But what does work is being yourself mm -hmm. and making your own decisions mm -hmm. because we have all the hardware we need to mm -hmm. be ourselves in the world. We have all of the etheric support, we have all the soul support. And when you really get into it and start learning after that global education and kind of the drive to impact, there, there's other things. But like you come to this etheric education, this energetic education, mm -hmm. this soul education, mm -hmm. and then you start to realize that, oh, my goodness, my soul came here to be me. My soul came mm -hmm. here to radiate this essence because it's like this. Yeah, exactly. I am the solution. I'm literally a key for all of these things that I see wrong in the mm -hmm. world. Oh, my goodness. Like, okay. Mm -hmm. like i've accepted what's here because it's mm -hmm. here what else am i going to do other than accept it yeah i've like learned about it all and i've realized that i have all of these gifts and like my actual sole purpose is to become myself mm -hmm. and it's cool looking at the candidates in the political realm and all of these things from these lens because then it's like oh like universal basic income and like people's needs being taken care of mm -hmm. that's helpful oh to move people out of scarcity to move them further mm -hmm. along the transformational arc not because it's a good political move, not because it's better or even more fair, but because it's literally going to help awaken humanity to this other yeah. thing. And I think that's, I, yeah. that's what you felt from Trump. And that's mm -hmm. why I, I always love your perspectives on politics because mm -hmm. you're, you're so unplugged from it. You, you know what I mean? You're so, <laughs> you're such like, you're an outsider's perspective from this energetic soul space and you just speak the truth and you speak right into it mm -hmm. and you stand by it. 
Yeah. And you like don't okay. care what the collective thinks about. Yeah. My insides squirm a little bit before I share my my real thoughts. But yeah, like with when when I first learned about universal universal basic mm-hmm. income, I was like, oh, that's awesome. More creativity, like more artists, like more people. And, and people are like, wait, what? No, you know, everyone had their opinion. Um, like, but no, jobs are getting taken away and like AI and like, you know, grocery stores have cell scan now. They don't need cashiers. Like I'm going to be out of a job. And it's like, yeah. So then what? Like, do what you want to do then. Like, there's obviously something else here for you that's, like, even better and more magnificent. Mm -hmm. Like, my brain instantly goes to that place of, like, oh, yeah, UBI, like, cool. Artist, go. (laughs) Like, I don't know what your art is, but you've got it. Go. Like, we're all, we're such creative beings. Mm -hmm. And, like, that, if you have the feeling of safety and security and, like, your bills are getting paid, like, maybe, like, Instead of, you know, you're you're no longer a truck driver because your job's automated. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you're, you find yourself, like, building birdhouses and selling them at the local farmer's market. And, like, yeah, you're a 50-year-old man, but, like, you're like, oh, my God, this is so fun. I've always wanted to build birdhouses. I get to be around my kids and my grandkids more. Like, da-da-da-da-da. Like, yeah. Like, there's so much richness to life that, like, when we're strapped to these, like, things these like machines of jobs we miss out Mm -hmm. and i think that's what people are waking up to and it's really refreshing boom 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 fireworks (laughs) going off in the Mm -hmm. background Yeah, yeah i just think it's it's awesome i love all of it like even the like all of it like even the parts i don't love i'm like well that's happening Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like the things that I'm like, oh God, this is the same issue. It's just the pendulum swung the complete opposite way. Mm-hmm. Like when we get all like, ah, take down the patriarchy. Like I can't fucking stand that shit. I'm like, wait, but I'm a woman. Am I supposed to be with all these other women rallying against like men? I'm like, what? What am I supposed to be doing? That doesn't feel true. That doesn't feel like the like I am like like I am here to like what is the truth. Like, I want to know the motherfucking truth that'll still be there. Like, that it will just be there all the way through. Like, consist, like, all the way up and down, every angle. It's like, oh, nope, that's the truth. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, like, so I can't get behind the, like, I've never been able to get behind the, like, feminism movement, which I know is, like, humanism and equal rights and da-da-da. Like, I, I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. But, like, for whatever reason, that's just not, I, meh. I'm like, okay, I don't know. It's, it's just, you know, when you, when, you, when you asked that question last week of like, what's your business? Like, what business is actually yours? Mm-hmm. Like, I even think of that as like, even in terms of this, like, it's, it's not mm-hmm. for me. Like, it's, but it's felt radical because I think like, as a woman and a spiritual woman, I'm tapped in, like, I should be like bashing the patriarchy, but that's just more mm-hmm. of the same I'm like, wait, this doesn't make any sense. Why would I do that? And I feel the same about the spiritual teachers who are going that direction as I do about how we were talking about like Marianne Williamson and how we were talking about even Obama and the contrast there. Mm -hmm. Like I think all of these systems, all of these ideologies are getting shaken up. Yeah, I love it. Because they're playing the game. Yeah. They're playing the game at the expense of truth. Oh my God. And at the expense of actual transformation. When, and when I you play the game at the expense of that stuff, it 
crumples. When I worked in corporate America, I was told that I just needed to be quiet and play the game. Mm-hmm. I fucking lost my shit. I was like, I'm not playing a game because I needed to like just be what the higher ups like wanted me or needed me to be mm-hmm. because I would say too much. I'd be like, oh, yeah, like, well, like this isn't work. You know, we'd have like a VP walkthrough or whatever. And I'd be the one giving the tour and they'd be asking me questions. And then I'd be really honest. I'd be like, oh, yeah, we're actually having issues with da 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 da. And then I'd go report to my, you know, hi- higher or whatever boss manager and they'd be like miriam you can't say that like you gotta just like play the game just like say it's all good like smooth sailing over here we don't air our dirty laundry like but i'm like yeah but they're the vp shouldn't they know what's happening in our store i mean they're asking me questions like you know yeah. it was really interesting and yeah. i refused i was like i can't play the game and there was this like good old boys club which definitely still exists and they would call it that i'm like what the fuck this is weird but like everyone was in like silent agreement of the thing and the things that those people could get away with and other people mm-hmm. couldn't. Mm-hmm. And I refused to play. I, mm-hmm. I like, I blew up my life yeah. <laughs> refusing to play, but yeah, mm-hmm. I, I am not available to play the game yeah. and all those games. They're built on nothing. They're not built on fucking truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we both do really bad in corporate environments. <laughs> For sure. I remember I had, a, I had like, a, <laughs> I love this story. I had a job. <laughs> I had a job. As a uh, catering driver back in college, I would drive food on a cart and we put it in like a big van and I'd drive it to like different places around campus and like set it up. They're like coffee and stuff. Mm-hmm. So when you go to like a campus meeting or something, oh, like yep. coffee and pastries and stuff, mm-hmm. and I would be the one who would bring it in like a dark blue, dirty polo shirt with like khakis <laughs> on. I would like roll it in and I had long hair at the time that I would have to ponytail up and I felt so silly the whole time. But I went in and immediately. <laughs> There were dozens of problems that were so obvious. They were like, oh, yeah, this coffee machine's broken. Like, oh, it God. doesn't quite work. And like, yeah, you know, every once in a while, if you don't perfectly fold it this way, it'll just spill the coffee grounds all into the whole thing. Yeah. And then the customer will be really angry because they'll just be, they'll be pumping it and it'll be full of coffee grounds. I was like, that's weird. Why don't you just fix it? Like, it's like a dollar <laughs> to fix yeah, that thing. Yeah. And we're dumping out whole things of coffee all yeah. the time. And like customers are angry. That's silly. There were little things like that, and the whole structure. I started to like look at the whole structure. Because you've always, work. I've always been like that. I started to look at the whole structure of not even the company or like roles, but just the way that all of the systems ran. Yeah, the like the way oh, that the God, schedule I ran, so the way the drivers ran, the way yep. everything ran, and. There was this program where the director of the student union. So he was my, he was my boss's 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 boss would hold these meetings where just students could come in and talk to them like, hey, what do you want to see happen in the student union? It's definitely not for employees of the business. It's for students to come in and be like, I want to see bigger arches and more lights. It's for that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And, like, and it's a gesture. I want movie nights. It's a kind mm-hmm. gesture from the director. But I didn't realize that. So me, I, I, I skip three bosses and I go to this guy with an eight-page proposal with detailed instructions of how everything would be laid out. And I propose a new position in the in the organization <laughs> of essentially like a a like it was like a director of change and this person would go in and and be an employee of all the different restaurants in the actual student union and then they would end up taking down all the notes and doing what I did and they would go in work for maybe 5 or 6 weeks take down all of the things talk to people act like they're a regular employee they might not even tell other people that they're in this job 
and then they would go and report back and then they would create change in the company and everything mm-hmm. in the whole student union would get so much better from just one person's job. Mm-hmm. So I took this to there and then a bunch of tensions came up and then I became the scapegoat for like people using the past to drive out of the thing. And then I got fired. I was like, <laughs> man, I'm not good at this. <laughs> and it took me a while to realize what happened because I was like, man, they made me the scapegoat for the stupid thing. But I didn't realize that I caused a lot of tension in the company because I skipped three positions and yeah. made everyone above me look bad. And mm. I didn't realize that. Yeah. yeah. I had no idea. But like, I, I can't. Where I can't play the game either. I know, and that's why I'm so bad at regular jobs. I'm so bad at it. I know because I need I need the truth too, uh-huh. and I need to just uh-huh. be able to. I need to be able to innovate. I need to be able to do things that make sense. Yes, and like efficiency. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I know. When I worked at place left unnamed, mm-hmm. they were like, "Well, this is actually this applies to several jobs." <laughs> Who am I kidding? Um, they're like, "Oh yeah, that's just the way we always do it." And I was like, I've said this before, but God, that drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? It's the way we've always done it. It's fucking broken. We're just doing it the broken mm-hmm. way because this is what we always do. And I think what's crazy is that we had these micro realizations in our little ecosystems, <laughs> but that's how the whole world works. Yeah, totally. That's what's crazy. <laughs> totally. It's, that, it's not that we it's aren't. Not just it's the not that we can't integrate we into yeah into uh-huh. like into these small businesses because the small businesses are messed up. It's that that's how the whole system works. That's yeah. how the political system works. That's why we watched that video with Obama and I was like, man, it would be hard to be him. Yeah. Because he's, he's not actually creating the change that he Mm-mm. wants to create at all. Mm-mm. At all. Mm-mm. It's, it's playing the game. Yeah. But now we have someone like Donald Trump who comes in and says, I'm absolutely not willing to play this game. I'm going to play my agenda 100%. <laughs> Full out. And everybody hates him, but then everyone goes, oh. There's a bunch more room here now. Yeah. And then Andrew Yang runs. Yeah. And he goes on Joe Rogan and he says, dickhead. And nobody bats an eye. <laughs> no. No. They're like, wow, he seems uh-huh. like a great guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because the contrast it's, is just enormous. It's awesome. We have a completely clear stage right now. And what's cool, this is actually another little thing. It was almost a side note. But what's cool is that the whole conversation right now is just all, it's all progressive. Because it's just Donald Trump. It's Donald Trump versus 20 people who are yeah. having this huge debate. And yeah, who else out. is running on the Republican side? I don't even know. I haven't heard anything or even looked. I don't think, I, I don't think oh. anyone is. I think oh. it's just Donald Trump is on the ticket. Man, there's like a oh, strong... You know, maybe, maybe other people would run. I don't know. I know. I don't know I don't either. Know, I haven't heard I haven't, anything. I, don't, I honestly don't know how that works. But I, from what, I, from what it feels like in this moment and looks like, it's like it's going to be Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. He's on the ticket. And then, like, which Democrat is going to? I think, yeah, and I think there's on. a strong percentage chance that he could have another four years. Like it, it wild. I don't know. I'm I don't like, know. I don't know. I don't know. In this moment, they're like, no, don't, you know, whatever, don't predict. Yeah, I, yeah. Totally. I don't really know. I just want to predict and then be right and then replay this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> but all the probabilities just feel so up. Right. Like all the timelines feel so fluid right now. Because what's, what's happening is all of these candidates are duking it out, but it's not just the candidates duking it out for a fixed, stable collective that's not changing at all. These conversations mm. are changing things. Yeah. People are listening to that Andrew Yang podcast on Joe Rogan, and yeah. they're going, whoa, this makes more sense than anything I've ever heard politically. This mm-hmm. is crazy. People are listening to Bernie, and they're like, this makes more sense than anything I've ever heard. Yeah. People are listening to 
all sorts and of Bernie's people. Bernie's like, I've been saying it for 30 yeah. years. <laughs> people are like, people are like, holy crap, this is the they most consistent was, man on the planet. They thought he was crazy. You know what's funny is a Bernie interview popped up in our YouTube feed, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, shit, I didn't know he was on whoever it was. And I listened to the whole freaking thing. And they were talking about Hillary, and I was like, wait, what? Hillary? And it was from 2016. Oh, it was funny. so funny, but he's still the same. Message yeah. is still consistent. Yeah. I was like, well, yep. There's videos of him in like 1985. Saying the same thing. The 1%. Are taking over. That's good. Thanks. Good job. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Bernie makes my heart melt. I just really got a soft spot for him. I think it's my rising in cancer. Because I like old people. I love what he's done for everything, too. (laughs) He's another huge player. David's not listening. We are literally. No, I I heard you. I just also had a point. (laughs) I didn't know that you wanted to linger on you love him because of your rising in cancer. (laughs) I didn't know that we were going to take that thread. No, but I also love Bernie. Like when I look back at what has happened, if I imagine writing human history, mm-hmm. I'd be like Donald Trump opened up the way for all of these other candidates and Bernie opened up a way for the progressive agenda to be fucking real. Yeah. And to actually be progressive. Yeah. He was talking about it. He was like, yeah, I'm, I can't run as independent essentially because I mean, he could, but like Democratic is, oh, same thing Andrew Yang was saying. Yeah, because independents mm-hmm. have never been elected. Yeah, yeah, that's an interesting thing. My dad yeah. always talked about how he would vote. He voted for independence. Mm-hmm. It's funny because, like, it's actually just the structure of the political system. So it's more so that, like, yeah, it's more so that, like, you get the backing of these parties, and then they have all of the systems in place already. Yeah. So it's like, do you want to go through a system that already exists, or do you want to recreate everything that the DNC has already created and all of their connections mm-hmm. and all the platforms and like, here's how we set up events, here's who we talk to, here's like, here's yeah. like Julie and she does this, and here's Kim <laughs> mm-hmm. and she does this, and like, mm-hmm. there's all of that infrastructure already. Yeah. So to do it without that is insane. The amount yeah. of money that you would need to raise outside of that is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And I think you can probably even raise more money through the DNC. So I think there's it's just a structural it's, thing. Yeah, that's weird. Mm-hmm. It, it it even feels overlapping with like playing the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's yeah. an element of it. Yeah, it's so interesting. I'm excited to see what happens. I love. I mm-hmm. yeah. I just love it. I love it all. I love seeing. Yeah. I just ah. I love being saying the other thing that everyone else is saying because I remember when Donald Trump first got elected when I wrote that post I was searching YouTube for videos as to like astrologically why I was like how did this happen like astrologically what is going on I couldn't find anything I found a bunch of Justin Bieber like I don't know it was weird but not Donald Trump um but and I think Jay Beebs is like his year is 2020 in case anyone's wondering so next year Jay Beebs is really gonna pop off (laughs) I don't know but but what I did find about Donald Trump and then I even (laughs) (laughs) you guys what do you just wait and see I don't know I don't know that astrology doesn't make sense to me it doesn't fit in my larger context so I just like it's just funny it's just funny I know. I just don't. I don't. I don't get it. <laughs> I wish I got it, but I just there, don't. There's don't a lot. It. It's there is a lot. Yeah, I know. I, it, I know. There's a lot. I know. I'm still learning. So what little I do know when I dive in, because there's just so many layers. Mm-hmm. 
but one of the things oh i finally found out you know about With donald trump, yeah. yeah it's just like he's literally here to cause disruption in the in his his, mm. his uranus is in the public eye like like literally yeah like he's just here to like be seen be visible and cause disruption like he's doing it it's like mm-hmm. it can be perceived as like the shadowy aspects of it and like we're a fucking shadowy place right now and all like all, that's yeah. what we have here we have light and shadow mm-hmm. just yeah yeah it's just part of it and it's just to go back to that post it's just like loving those pieces of yourself and like knowing that we can still be loved and accepted for when our truth contradicts itself and like mm-hmm. when we say one thing and then we mean another and then yeah. like i think that's really like that was like my biggest takeaway from all of it i was like mm-hmm. oh this is what we all want like yeah. on a deep, deep level of like, can I just fully show up with like all of my pieces, light and dark, broken, shattered, mm-hmm. scary, terrifying, loud, quiet, like, and can I still be loved? Mm-hmm. And the answer is yes. Yeah. yeah. It feels like in the larger collective, like, we kind of have a window to we have a window to swing back on the pendulum but i don't think we have to yeah you know it's like how long how long do we need to let all this play out because i love that donald trump it's funny when i think about him just being a really honest politician it's it's weird thinking about it from that lens (laughs) Mm -hmm. but like he's kind of just he just has no filter and when I think about him, act, okay, this is crazy if I think about him being hyper honest instead of being hyper like manipulative and a liar, mm-hmm. because the pressures of all of that position is ridiculous. The opinions are changing all the time. Mm-hmm. You have a trillion facts coming at you every day mm-hmm. and you're going to swing all over the place. And if you're just literally speaking your mind all the time and like mm-hmm. very brazen about it, you're going to yeah. look ridiculous. And I yeah. think that's literally what's happening. Yeah. I think he's just blatantly... That's out there saying all the things and he's contradicting himself and he's saying these positions that have actually been around for a while all the big trump controversies when you look into them like lots of the issues like even with the border i remember i was doing the daily wake up and yeah. like looking into it and i was like this has existed forever like yeah. this problem has always been here like mm-hmm. we don't know what to do with other people that want to come in this country because yeah. our country is just the quality of the standard of living is just higher yeah like how do you deal with that how do you deal with a world that has these arbitrary borders where yeah. on one side it is better than the other side? It's like, it's like out of a yeah. movie. Yeah. I know I was even reading something about like the cages, which were built during the yeah. Obama administration. And the whole thought was like they, they didn't want to build something that was magnetizing and appealing to other countries. You don't want to build something better than their living conditions yeah. and say, watch out, this is prison. And yeah. they're like, oh, I'll come, I'll come live in prison. Sure. Yeah, but Crazy. I think even yeah, even those cages were better than what they were currently I experiencing. I don't know, I cages, don't know. whatever you want to call them, fenced yeah. in areas. And and the whole the other piece of it too is it didn't I don't think it started off with such a shitty intention. Like yeah. I think it it was a way to like detain and filter and like figure out like like basically like mm-hmm. like get this shit under control type thing. Like it wasn't meant to be this long-term thing, but yeah. more more and more people over the last however many years, 5 years have been filtering in like at a rate that is we don't know what to do with and like my humanitarian (laughs) heart like melts for them yeah 
yeah and it's it's a confusing topic and then like I also trust in the greater orchestration like I'm like yeah there's we're good like the awareness is great and like the people that feel called to be on the front lines they're supporting and the people that feel called Mm -hmm. to donate and to share like keep doing your thing yes absolutely and like the people that don't feel called to do that please don't make yourself fucking wrong Mm -hmm. (laughs) because like it's probably just not yours to do and there's something else that is yeah that also feels very important. I'm a big firm stand for that as well because mm-hmm. it's easy to get swept up in the collective latest hashtag. And I know we've talked about this before, but like, it's like coming back, like what's your business? Like what is here? What's mm-hmm. here for you? And when you can stand unwaveringly in your truth, no matter what, like that's fucking sexy. People can find you when it's time. They'll know exactly where to go because they know what you stand for. Yeah. You're not following the latest hashtag. Mm-hmm. You're like truly embodying who you are. Yeah, and that's what we need. Yeah, we need you, quite mm-hmm. literally. Mm-hmm. There are so few people making decisions on the planet, and that's mm-hmm. why things are clunky. That's why things are just hodgepodge together. That's why all of the industry standards, that's why all the political standards, all of the things are just making the best with with what a few people have decided, mm-hmm. arbitrarily decided. Like this is the best decision I can make right now in eight minutes as it comes across my desk as president mm. of the United States. So like, this is what we're doing as a country. Mm-hmm. Pretty wild. When I imagine more and more people being themselves very radically, putting their mm-hmm. opinions, putting their truths mm-hmm. out in the world and putting their art, putting their solutions, putting all of their things, their mm-hmm. life mission out into the world. It just, everything changes because there are people who feel compelled to specifically look at borders. There are people who feel mm-hmm. so compelled to that and that is a very radical expression of themselves. Mm-hmm. That is just them. Yeah. Yeah. And you could feel it. And you can feel mm-hmm. it. And it is mm-hmm. so pure and it is so right there. And they're like, they're there. And they yeah. have been there even before it was a big news article mm-hmm. thing. You know, mm-hmm. I remember you telling me that. And mm-hmm. I, I loved it. Yeah. You can just feel it. You can mm-hmm. feel the truth in it. Always. That's what it always comes back to. Because yeah. I'm like, mm, yeah, no, this isn't fully. This isn't it. Yeah. <laughs> I spend a lot of my time in that space. I'm like, mm. What else is here? Yeah. Got to find that truth. It's cool. This whole conversation, just looking at politics from like the perspective of people waking up to like themselves. Yeah. Is cool. Mm-hmm. And I think the final threshold of this whole conversation and of this whole thread and like really of this whole awakening process is like you get to a point where you realize that you have to be yourself and all of your shit comes up and you think you're going to die. If you're yourself, either because you're going to run out of money or because some big bad powers are going to come out and kill you. Mm-hmm. There's so many people who have one over the other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Almost everyone. Yeah. And it's not true. Mm-hmm. The world is craving you to be yourself. The world is craving me to be myself. The world is craving Miriam to be herself. Mm-hmm. This, is the, this is the game. Yeah. This is it. Mm-hmm. It's becoming more of ourselves. Mm-hmm. As Miriam's about mm-hmm. to pass out on the couch. I know. <laughs> 10 o'clock, 9.58, I'm like down for the couch. It's actually 11.30 p.m. Uh, you're lucky. It's way past your bedtime. <laughs> All of you that are listening are very lucky <laughs> <laughs> that I'm awake. All right. With that, see you later. Bye. <laughs> Wake up to this grounded existence left by soul where the world stands witness. In my mind, I'm all alone, stuck in time. But in my soul, I always know I am more.